Welcome to the True Crime Fighters podcast. There's a huge amount of interest in true crime stories, but very little is told of the heroes that fight horrific crime. Whether it be law enforcement officers or everyday citizens, we tell their stories on the True Crime Fighters podcast. I'm John J. Wiley. I'm a retired Baltimore police sergeant. I'm also the host of this and the Law Enforcement Today radio show and podcast. Get access to unique news stories, op-ed stories, videos, our free app, and much more at letradioshow.com. That's letradioshow.com. Be sure to check out the Be Heard tab. Look for the Law Enforcement Today radio show and podcast. Also check out the LET Podcast Network with numerous great podcasts to choose from. He was a police officer and was shot and killed in a 25-minute gunfight in one of the most horrific, most violent gun battles in one of America's largest cities. His story's coming up on the True Crime Fighters podcast. All too often, we find ourselves getting asked, where can I find other great podcasts? Do you have any suggestions? Because of this, we decided to create our own network of podcasts here on Law Enforcement Today. You can access top podcasts about law enforcement on our website and free app. Head to letradioshow.com, click the Be Heard tab, and there you will find our network link where we will continue to add podcasts from first responders and more. Remember, that's letradioshow.com to find out more information about Law Enforcement Today, our podcast network, and to download our free app, letradioshow.com. Police officer James Gelf was a highly decorated 10-year veteran of the San Francisco Police Department. He was killed when he was shot in the head by a gunman. The gunman, a drifter, was eventually killed in a fierce, 25-minute gun battle. The gunman had warned his family in the days before the rampage, you're going to be surprised at what I'm going to do. Wearing fatigues and a bulletproof vest, the gunman hijacked two cars and sprayed a quiet neighborhood with more than 100 rounds from four weapons, holding off scores of police officers. He shot out restaurant windows, pierced the gas line, and hit a seventh-floor window in a hotel blocks away. The gunman, who was identified as a drifter, lived in his van in the Santa Cruz Mountains, south of San Francisco. Eventually, he was shot to death by police. The shootout began after the gunman carried out a series of carjackings. He first stole a car 30 miles south of San Francisco. He failed in two other carjacking attempts before stealing another car. At gunpoint, the suspect ordered two passers-by to help him transfer satchels from the first stolen car to the second stolen vehicle. James Pinckney, a civilian, was shot during a struggle with a gunman. Police quickly arrived at a scene and the gun battle erupted. The suspect raked the streets with gunfire, hitting buildings and vehicles. During the rampage, he even fired at cars passing blocks away. Raymond Dutton was eating at a nearby restaurant when shots riddled the plate glass window. Quote, 
There were bullets going off all over the place, he said. Everybody dove on the ground. It sounded like firecrackers, like caps, end quote. The suspect was armed with multiple rifles and was wearing a flak jacket and bulletproof vest. He also had fuses and black powder, but left no clues what he planned to do with them. Police said they found a scanner and notebook with police frequencies written on it, but no other notes. He also had a camouflaged military helmet with him and was carrying about a thousand rounds of ammunition. The suspect had a fascination with guns that was not new. In 1988, San Jose police confiscated weapons from his home and arrested him. After that arrest, the suspect moved out of his family home. He'd be living out of his van for six years, said a police inspector. Police said they did not know the motive for the shootout. But police inspector Tom Walsh said the suspect told a relative, you're going to be surprised at what I'm going to do. Police officer James Gelf of the San Francisco Police Department was the first officer on the scene of the shooting. Upon his arrival, police officer Gelf engaged a heavily armed suspect in a gunfight. Officer Gelf emptied his revolver six rounds before he was killed. Another officer, John Payne, who was shot in the chest and was seriously wounded while trying to rescue Officer Gelf. Paramedic Melanie Brandon was also shot in the arm when she tried to help Officer Gelf. Quote, it was like a war zone. It was crazy, said a witness that was in a crossfire. He said that a man who fled inside a store during the gun battle kept crying, I'm going to die, I'm going to die, end quote. From start to finish, the gunfight and suspect's reign of terror lasted 25 minutes before he was eventually killed. Officers did not approach the body of the gunman until they had assured themselves it was not wired with explosives. Once they did, they found two assault rifles and three handguns, the latter being a 9mm Glock, a 45 caliber Colt semi-automatic pistol, and a 9mm Uzi semi-automatic. Quote, the first officer to scene had a six-shot revolver, and he was met by an automatic weapon, Inspector Alex Fagan told the New York Times at a news conference after the shooting, where the bloody bulletproof vest worn by the shooter was displayed. At the time, the incident inspired strong reaction from rank-and-file police officers, many calling for cops to be given semi-automatic pistols instead of the revolvers issued at the time. Quote, the murder of a police officer on November 13th illustrates the need for all SFPD patrol officers to be issued semi-automatic pistols and the appropriate leather gear, Sergeant Michael Favetti wrote in an open letter to then-Mayor Frank Jordan and published in the San Francisco Police Officers Association newsletter. Quote, it's like giving a firefighter a garden hose to fight a fire, end quote. In another letter, in that same December 1994 newsletter, Officer Marty Lowler said, if Gelf had a semi-automatic pistol, he might have survived. Quote, Jim died doing all the right things. He returned fire, called for backup, attempted to take cover, and was forced to reload, Lowler wrote. If Jim had nine additional rounds before he could have made it to proper cover and could have stalled or prevented his death, end quote. James Gelf was a do-it-anyway type of guy. People would criticize, people would complain, and he would still do his job. He was proud of the job he did, and I believe he was proud that he was able to give his life to save others, Chaplain James Ryan noted at the funeral. The kidneys, liver, and heart of police officer James Gelf 
had been removed to be used for transplants. Police officer James Gelf had served with the San Francisco Police Department for 10 years. He survived by two children. Police officer James Gelf was a true crime fighter. Sources nytimes.com latimes.com odmp.org sfexaminer.com Another episode of the True Crime Fighters Podcast will be available soon. Get more details about the True Crime Fighters Podcast at our website, truecrimefighterspodcast.com and check us out on Facebook. Look for True Crime Fighters. True Crime Fighters.